0: Welcome to the Kellenberg Podcast, hosted by Kellenberg Memorial High School. I'm Amanda Pillig, and today's Bible quote is, I call on the Lord in my distress, and he answers me. Psalm 120, verse 1. Today, Kellenberg will be having an athletic appreciation day for our spring sports teams and athletes. Here to talk more about this are four varsity athletes and a coach, so please say your name, grade, and sport or sports you play.
1: Hi, I'm Mr. Lyons. I am a phys ed and health teacher, the boys' Latin school soccer coach, and an assistant boys' varsity basketball coach.
2: Hi, I'm Colin Richards. Uh, I'm a junior, and I play varsity lacrosse.
3: Hi, I'm Julia Tarantino. I'm a senior, and I'm on the varsity softball team.
4: Hi, I'm Christian Rafsal. I play varsity baseball, and I'm a senior.
5: Hi, I'm Olivia Cuthers. I'm a junior, and I play varsity lacrosse. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Coach Lyons, why don't you tell us a little bit about what this day is all about?
1: Yeah, so Amanda, under the direction of uh, Athletic Director, Mr. Feckman, um, some spring coaches have came up with a way to keep our spring athletes engaged. Today is a great day to promote some seniors through spotlights. We also have um, different spring teams that will be having virtual competitions and workouts. This podcast is a great way to interact with some tremendous student athletes on respective teams. And we really wanted to throughout this pandemic and this time of distance to remain together and uh, find a way for our athletes to still feel involved.
0: Thank you so much for that. Now, throwing it over to our athletes. How has this pandemic caused you to change your mentality as a student athlete? And have you realized that someone or something has become more important?
2: Uh, yeah, my mentality has changed in that I have to deal with the uncertainty of when I will even return to the field, or if I will return to the field at all, and still push myself every day so that I'm ready when the bell rings. And my family has become more important to me, having seen the loss so many other families are dealing with right now. has made me realize how lucky I am.
4: Yeah, I would say this. Ment- the mentality that's changed, it's just you have to appreciate the little things. It's like just the interaction with your teammates on the daily basis that you don't have anymore. And the competition aspect, missing that is, it's really tough. But um, you just have to stay positive and we'll get through it.
3: I think that it's been a very difficult time for everybody. And I know that it could be very easy for like athletes to feel sorry for themselves. So I make it really important for me to stay focused and keep working as much as I can so that given the opportunity i could perform at the best of my ability if we can get back on the field somehow and i would say that my coaches and my teammates have probably become most important to me and i've really had like a new appreciation for them because i guess like you take them for granted when you think that you have them every single day and not being able to see them all the time makes you really appreciate them a lot more and makes you miss them so i try to keep in touch with them as much as possible and we try to do a, like a weekly zoom call with the team so that we can just keep in touch
4: And uh, for the people that you appreciate more, I would definitely say my entire family members having to spend every week with them in the house. It you realize you get a greater appreciation for them, and definitely my grandparents being able to zoom them has been awesome, and just keep in touch and make sure that they're staying safe and healthy.
5: Yeah, I would definitely say not to take the opportunities you have for granted. Like you don't get, you don't have to go to school or practice, but like you get to. And you get to see your friends and your teammates and play your favorite sports. And it's just like the little things that we overlook.
0: Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. I've been keeping in contact, especially with my grandparents, because I haven't been able to see them recently and FaceTiming other family members and especially getting closer with my parents since we are in the house 24-7 together now. So how, is, how have you guys stayed in shape so far since you don't have practice and you don't have games? What are some things that you've done?
4: Um. Well... I actually recently started training for a triathlon, but it's just because of how much time we have off. So my dad had an old uh, triathlon bike, so we got that refurbished, and I've been doing an hour to two on the bike every day, and switching it up between running. and I actually I have a wetsuit, so I've been doing some swims in the Great South Bay, and then usually I'll do that in the morning, and then the afternoon, I uh, I have a little home gym in my garage, so I get at it in the gym and. Just I love working out, so gotta keep it in the routine and it keeps me busy. Try to keep it as normal as possible.
0: Yeah, that's honestly so cool that you're doing that. It's such a great way to keep yourself active and busy.
4: Yeah, it's a lot it's a lot of fun
1: too. I love trying to challenge myself. I know all you guys have a tremendous work ethic. I remember Christian, I had a we're going back to uh the days when you were a Latin school student athlete. <laughs> We had a soccer game out in Amityville, and next to the soccer field was a baseball field, and you were there by yourself in eighth grade, just hitting balls off the tee. So I know a few of you are Latin school athletes, um, Christian, Olivia, and Colin, um, and your work ethic has definitely um, improved and remained uh, a high priority as to why you guys have become um successful student athletes
4: coach Lyons. i was also uh about 30 pounds heavier back then
1: yes you were but good for your triathlon
4: yeah good stuff
2: yeah so our coaching staff gives us daily workouts to complete whether it's an imam or trying to beat coach man's three mile time and after we do that workout we send the video of us on our last set or a picture of the route of our run in a team group chat to keep uh, each other honest and compete. And we always have something to try and compete and keep us ready for when the season returns. My dad was also lucky enough to buy a weight rack from Dick's uh, for my garage right before everything shut down. And I try to get in there every day and get a workout in on my own. And then also just doing stuff on my own, like push ups, planks, or going for a three mile run, just trying to keep some routine.
0: Yeah, I think definitely trying to keep some normalcy or some routine, especially during this time, is so good for everyone. So once again, for our athletes, what are what is something that you miss most about your sport?
4: I miss the camaraderie with my friends, it's just like being out on the field, joking around. But I also really miss the competition aspect and getting at it and just competing to our best abilities. I, I miss it a lot. Yeah, ex- I agree with Chris. And- oh, sorry, you go, you go. First.
3: Oh, okay. I I miss the competition and, like, the adrenaline rush you feel when someone makes, like, a huge player, a big hit, and, like, I just think that also bus rides with the teams and, like, the bond you have with everybody is, like, something that you really miss, and, like, the coaches and just, like, being able to see everybody every single day, and I think that's something that's really important that I miss a lot.
2: Yeah, I agree, uh, agree with uh, Julia and Chris. Uh, I miss the competition and the camaraderie that comes along with it. So, every day at practice there would be a segment where we did blue versus white team that you were put on uh, on the first day of tryouts and everyone was on the top of their game because if you lost you'd have to do some type of punishment after so no one wanted to do that and then just everyone getting riled up on the sidelines when someone made a big play and then the trash talking between the two teams that is definitely what I miss most right now
5: yeah I would agree I miss the competitive aspect to it all being able to go out and push myself and then like practice and push myself even harder and perform on game day against like really good athletes from like all across our league is something I really miss.
4: I also really miss just being able to say hello to my baseball friends in the hallway and then being like oh see you later at practice Uh, that just can't happen now so.
3: We do like a lot of competitions with each other at practices so we'll do like this one thing where we'll hit front toss and we do like a line drive challenge and whoever hits the most line drives wins and I feel like that's a lot of fun because we like get to play around with each other and get to like, I guess, kind of like heckle each other, which is kind of fun because we're all so close that doing that like makes us even closer, I think. And I miss doing that a lot and doing a lot of our competitions and games with each other at practice.
0: Yes, friendly competition is definitely something beneficial for everyone, especially athletes. So what does it mean to you guys to wear a Kellenberg uniform when you're playing a game?
4: Um, really, I mean, ever since I stepped in the building in seventh grade, I knew that I had like a, a new family at Kellenberg and everyone made me feel so comfortable and being able to represent the blue and gold and the Kellenberg name, it really means the world to me. And it's, it's really all about going out on the field and, um, showing the values that all the teachers have instilled in us and the core values and, um, just competing to our best abilities to represent what the school shows.
3: I think yeah. So oh no, nice. you go, you go. I think being able to wear like the uniform really gets to represent like as like a really good model of what Kellenberg's all about, like on and off the field. And like being able to play the sport you love at like Kellenberg, which is such an amazing school, I think is like something that's really special and something like really unique that not a lot of people get to experience.
2: Yeah, it means a lot for me. Uh, it's really what motivates me trying to bring home a championship back to Kellenberg in whatever sport I play, whether it's soccer, lacrosse. And it's a representative of what I do on and off the field of myself, my family, and the school community. And I take great pride in wearing the blue, white, and gold.
5: Yeah, I agree. I also see it as, like, it's an opportunity to, like, show that Calumberg teams come to compete. And we're always, like, ready to out-hustle our competition. Whenever we, like, we step out on the field in that uniform, like, our performances, like, Are memorable like that's how we're remembered in our uniform so like play your hardest play for your teammates uh play the best you can and like treat everyone you play against with respect
0: yeah I definitely think those are all such important things to have and especially when you're missing those it could definitely feel a little weird so for those of you who have committed to for college to for athletics have you been in touch with the staff and what message are they trying to give you and for your guys' knowledge, has the recruitment process changed for those undecided because of the pandemic?
3: Um, I'm in regular communication with my coaches, and they have assured me that like, even though the NCAA ruling has like allowed an extra year of eligibility for people who are on the team this year, that like my position on the team hasn't changed, and that will remain the same. But I think it's a really good thing that the NCAA is doing by allowing the seniors and all players to have an extra year of eligibility. So it's good that I've been in communication with my coaches. For those who are committed, what colleges are you going to? I'm going to the University of Buffalo for softball. Um, I'm committed to
5: Manhattan College for lacrosse, and even though it's two years away, my coaches haven't really brought up the eligibility for an extra year because that won't affect me at that point, but they've reached out the second this all happened and gave some great advice to, like, control the uncontrollable and to keep. Working toward their goals, even when we're not in competition, because it's like our chance to push ourselves even harder and to make ourselves even readier than we could have been before.
2: So I'm still in the middle of my recruiting process for lacrosse, um, but it's changed for me. So now I've had more time to be able to reach out to schools and I was able to actually finish a highlight tape, which I sent out to a lot of schools. Uh, But it's also become more challenging now because I can't physically go to visit schools or if coaches come see me play. And the hardest part, in my opinion, is that I'm stuck just doing everything digitally. And I don't know when the next opportunity will be for me to play in front of uh, many of the schools I'm interested in.
0: I think getting that information out is definitely going to help some of the other younger student athletes listening. Just a fun little question. If you could have dinner with three people, living or dead, who would they be?
4: Uh, This question is very difficult because there are so many people that I would love to eat dinner with. Um, but I would have to definitely go with, number one, I think I would have to go with Jesus. I think that would be a pretty, a pretty awesome, um, dinner conversation. Um, number two, I had to go with, uh, I'm a big, big country music fan and I love Luke Combs and all of his lyrics and everything. I went to one of his concerts at Penn State over when I was visiting some schools. And just, he just, he seems like such a genuine, nice guy. And I feel like I could really get along with him and have some good conversation. And then number three, I have to go with Jackie Robinson as a baseball player. And as seeing what he did, breaking the color barrier, I think that's tremendous. And all the adversity he had to go through and all the mental toughness that he, he had to endure. Like he, he's a tremendous man. And I would love to speak with him.
0: Those are all such great people. I would have to agree with you on the country music aspect. I definitely do listen to a lot of Luke Holmes myself. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, he's pretty good. This is a tricky one for me, but I'd probably have to go Kobe for his worth ethic and relentlessness, which is something uh, I really admire. Uh, Then I'd probably go Tom Brady because of his underdog story, being a sixth round pick. He wasn't really given anything and had to work for everything, and it really paid off. And then third, I'd probably have to go with Kevin Malone from The Office, so we could bring Kevin's famous chili.
0: Yeah, I'm also a major Office fan, so I have to agree with the Kevin one as well.
4: Colin, what kind of conversation do you think you'd have with Tom Brady? Would you talk about his underdog status and how he came up from nothing, or are you talking uh, probably, about the Super Bowl- probably the Super Bowl? that? I'd probably
2: talk about um, how he lost to the greatest quarterback of all time twice, in Eli Manning. Uh,
4: all right, that's what I figured.
3: Um, I think this question's a really hard question, also, because there's so many people who I would want to eat dinner with. But I would also say Jesus, because I think that would be an amazing thing. Um, I'd say Monica Abbott because she's one of the most like successful pitchers in softball, and like really puts like best pitch softball on the map. And I think that she'd be a really interesting person to talk to. And I would say Tim Walton, who's the Florida um, softball coach, and I think because he's just like one of the most winning coaches in like. All of softball, and I think that he'd be a really interesting person to talk to, and would really give a great example of how he gets his athletes to be like mentally tough. And I think that he's just had such continued success, and would be a really cool person to talk to even beyond the, like the realm of softball.
5: Um, I think if I had to have dinner with three people, I'd do a whole office theme, and I'd go with John Krasinski, Steve Carell, and Rain Wilson, <laughs> just because I love Jim, Michael Scott, and Dwight, and I think that like. Eating dinner with all three of them would just be so funny. That would be such an interesting table to just sit down at.
2: Chris, what's your favorite Luke Home song?
4: Ah, uh, that's that's tough. Um, but probably when it rains, it pours is classic. But she got the best of me. Really gets me in my feelings. so I really, I gotta go. With she got the best of me. Okay. I'd have to go with it. When It Rains, It Pours. That's just yeah, the preference though. It's a good one. It's a good one. But, oh, but you know, you know the song Better Together? That one's pretty good. Yeah. You, can't, you can't go oh, wrong that's literally
3: the best song. That's such yeah. a good song. That I, was my favorite. That's,
4: that's going to be my, my wedding favorite. song one day. <laughs> I'm claiming it. He doesn't make bad music, though. Any, Because, and, like, country music, everyone's like, oh, like, some people are biased and hate it. So... I really like to say that if you give Luke Combs a chance five songs, any of his five songs, you will be a convert to country music.
0: So final question here. What is some advice that you'd give to the younger students that are listening, younger student athletes listening?
3: Um, I would say that your coaches want to see you be the best that you can be, so take what they're saying and like put it in your mind and understand it fully and apply it and put all the work in and understand that failure is inevitable, so don't be afraid of it and i'd also say appreciate every moment you get on the fields whether it's for scrimmages, practices, games, whatever you're on the fields for because it'll fly by before your eyes.
4: Yeah, i would say really anything you set your mind to, you can accomplish. You just have to be willing to do something every single day to get better and whether it's making yourself a better athlete or a better person, you'll see you see over time consistency is really the key to everything and if you're consistent with it You'll become a better person. You'll become a better athlete, and I just really think that you have to be willing to push yourself. And on the days when you don't want to do it, and on the days that it's hard to do it, those are the days that you really find out who you truly are. And you just have to, uh, you have to embrace the pain, and you just have to get after it.
5: Yeah, I would say our goal is always to stand out, and it's the little things that will separate you from everyone. So, like go on a run, do a wall ball, call a teammate to talk, do whatever you can to, like, make the best of yourself and of, like, the little time you have to play the sport that you love. Like, just make the best of it.
4: There's this um, YouTuber I watch. His name is Nick Bear. He's an ex-Army guy, and he um, he's a young entrepreneur. He just started his own supplement company, making millions of dollars. But he um, recently did a, an Ironman, a triathlon, and – his whole motto is um like embrace the suck and he talks about how pain is temporary and how like you have to put in perspective the pain that other people deal with on a daily basis to realize that your pain like your pain when you're doing a run or you're working out isn't nearly close to what some people deal with on a daily basis like over in third world countries starving or like people dealing with cancer like to go through chemotherapy, like that pain, your pain is temporary. Like some of their pain, that's forever. Like you need to realize that whether it's like working out, you just need to get through the pain because it's temporary and it will get better and you will become a better person from it.
2: Yeah, I'd say stay positive because we're all going through this together and we're going to get through this together. And just stay active, stay in shape by going for a run, by practicing good social distancing, of course. Uh, doing push-ups, planks, burpees. If there's anything you can do to stay in shape. And all the LAX players out there, make sure you're staying on the wall, keeping your stick skills up, and take this time to get your weekend better.
0: Thank you so much for that advice. That's definitely going to go a long way with the younger student-athletes. Before we close, I'd just like to close with a prayer. It's by Pope Francis for the coronavirus pandemic. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide so that, as you did at Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection, amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Once again, I'd like just to thank thank our athletes and coach lines for joining us today
4: thank you for having us
2: thank you for having me
3: thank you thank you for having us
0: thank you so much for joining
3: did you like this podcast
0: catch up on all our other ones you missed by finding and subscribing to us on either spotify the apple podcast app or you can find us at calemberg.org podcast and make sure you follow us on all our social media at Calumberg. And for the religious aspects of our school, follow us at Callenberg Art. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week.
5: Bye.